Oh my gosh, I'm adopting a puppy right now. But I realize what's at home. Oh no, I have nothing. Well, except unconditional love. But yeah, no crate, no pee pee pads, no dental chews for his little puppy teeth. Before I doubt myself as a new parent, I just get Instacart to deliver everything from PetSmart. Easy, just like raising a puppy is going to be, right? Get Pet Essentials from PetSmart with Instacart. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Sam Pets Radio, Australia's coolest podcast network. Live from Levens' office and a cupboard at John's work, it's another episode of All the Small Games, a now weekly again, until we decide, whoops, we can't commit to weekly again, indie games podcast. My name is Andrew Levens. I am Jonathan Valenzuela. We need a house band if you're going to introduce the, uh, the podcast like this. Uh, maybe I can put some shitty music underneath. And the, the roots! <laughs> They're yeah. doing podcasts now! <laughs> Things have gotten real bad for the roots. Yeah. <laughs> They're in a cupboard with John. <laughs> yeah. It's cramped in here. How you doing, man? I'm really good. I'm ready to talk about some indie games. But first, John, what is an indie game? Oh, it is a game that is uh, small of scope and made by a small team of people more often than not. And we're going to be talking um, about a ton of them this year and all the small games. Uh, I hope everyone enjoyed our big bumper episode of um, our best our G- indie games of the year. Our we managed to lists. we managed to get back in the game uh, in time for uh, you know to get an episode in January, and now we're trying to commit. I mean, John has a baby on the way. Who knows how John's life is going to change? But the episode. My life is good when I'm talking with John about indie games, and I hope your Hell life is yeah. good listening to us do it. So today on the show, uh, we're going to be talking about two of the most hyped, I guess like the two games that I was most hyped for um, in uh, in terms of indie games coming out in 2021, and they both came out in, in the same week, which happens to be this week. They are Cyber Shadow and Oliha. Yes, great pronunciation, Levens. Nailed Thank it. Thank you. I'm, I'm the least uh, Latino of the both of us. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm zero uh, percent Latino, one hundred percent Lavino. <laughs> I believe it said it's pronounced Lavinx now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're going to talk about those two games, um, and then I guess the format for for the show for the year, unless like I don't know, who knows what's going to happen, but we're going to do Let's a game think, each. I don't know. Things two games, will change. Two games things will change will. over the course of the year, as uh, as the great cast of frozen 2 once saying some things never change okay have you seen frozen 2 yet i have not Dora, you're about to have a daughter prepare to, I know. prepare to like three years from now that will be all you watch yeah someone put on the frozen soundtrack at work the other day and was like oh jv and i'm like can you turn this off so i'd like I, i'm not getting thrashed on it now three years in a row let it go has been my most played song on spotify Oh, wow. Okay. I don't even use Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. But before, yeah, so before, I, I know I'm breaking the rules already, but um, uh, while, uh, while killing a little bit of time before we recorded uh, today, um, I got uh, word that the fantastic Matt Makes Games, they have uh, released something to celebrate the anniversary of Celeste. Have you seen Ooh. this, John? 
No, I haven't. So uh, Celeste's one of, if not our favorite game, were it not for the uh, Switch release of Hollow Knight in uh, in 2018. Yep, that's uh, right. So in Celeste, which is a game in which uh, you are a lady climbing a mountain, um, at one point you find a computer, and if you go onto the computer, and you, you can find a very primitive version of Celeste, which is actually a game that Matt makes games, uh, the team, uh, I think it was Maddie, Maddie Thorson made, um, before, well before Celeste, on a, uh, a system called the Pico 8. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a, like a very, very primitive 8-bit version of Celeste. And uh, in order to uh, celebrate the two-year anniversary, three-year anniversary? It must be three years of, uh, of, of three Celeste. Three-year by now, yeah. Uh, so uh, Maddie Thorson, Noel Berry, and Lena Rain, um, uh, the, the, the team that, that gave us the first uh, Celeste game, have teamed up in and over three days made a new Pico 8 platformer. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Called Celeste 2, Lani's Trek. And um, you have a grappling hook in this now. Oh, hell yes. The best addition to any game. Um, it is really, really well made and the movement's really great. The soundtrack is just awesome. I love Lena Rain's soundtrack for Celeste, um, but hearing it in like like this very chunky chiptune 8-bit style it rules. It's all new stuff, I think, as well. I made it to level 2, uh, controlling... A very, very tight platformer with arrow keys and the C and X buttons is my idea of fucking hell. Sure. <laughs> and I love platformers, but this was just a new level of pain. And I made it halfway through level, level two and I was like, I'm good. If this, yeah. uh, Maybe I can, I, can, I can connect a, uh, a controller to my computer so I can keep playing this. Or maybe they release it as like DLC for Celeste. That would be awesome. Yeah, um, that'd be Switch. great. But I mean, it's just the, the, the team that keeps giving us great content. Um, go check it out. Uh, you can go to the uh, itchy itch.io. If you go to yeah, mattmakesgames.itch.io um, ah. Celeste dash classic dash two. You can play it for free, which is very cool. It's a little, little bit, a little freebie for you at the top of the episode before it's we delve into point. the meat. That was your entree. Uh, do we want Cyber Shadow or Oliha to be the uh, the first main? Let's go. Let's go chronological in terms of release, because Cyber Shadow was twenty sixth, and Aliha is out today. But so let's, John, let's, we were given yeah. Aliha codes a week ago. So I didn't. I didn't want to flex right. this early in the episode, but um, whichever you look, I've I've finished Aliha. Have you finished Aliha? So I've finished neither of these games. Um, I have. Right. Been, I'm just coming out of school holidays, where I have both children at home and my wife at home. So I can't even be a bad parent and put them in front of an iPad while I play video games because I'll get told that's not how you be a good father, and yes. that would be correct. Um, so uh, yeah, I haven't I haven't had too much opportunity to play uh, either of these games. I, I got the Aliha code um, last weekend and uh, played. I took it with me on Sunday to a gig, which I had to get public transport to. So I played like an hour of it on the way there. And then it was on a Sunday, the same time as the UFC fight. Little did I know that they were paying me to just be present at the bar while the entirety of the like three hour UFC event was on. So they paid me for five hours to play for two and just sit around for three. What? Yep. Great. Great, great job. I mean, it's like it's always good to be thrown a bone as a DJ in 2021 when you know most of our gigs have been cancelled. So this was great. I sat, I sat down at a very busy bar um, underneath the decks and played Aliha with headphones. It was great. Well, my best gaming experience of the year so far. I would have loved it if it's like we want you to play for two hours and the other three hours you have to fight anyone that wants to fight with you. 
Perfect. Uh, UFC, so, baby. but yeah, cool. Cyber Shadow uh, came out. Um, was it uh, on the twenty sixth? So kind of three days ago for us. Um, yeah, and it was published by Yacht Club Games, uh, makers of the mighty uh, Shovel Knight and the incredible collection of of games that they've released under that banner. That like mm-hmm. you know, I guess kind of. I think about like the best DLC packages of all time, and I guess you would say that the Shovel Knight, what's it called, like complete collection or whatever it is, that's probably uh, the best treasure trove. Treasure trove. <clears throat> that's yeah. the best value thing that ever existed in video games. I think it, it truly was the gift that kept on giving. So yeah, published published by Yacht Club. Is this? I think this is their first publishing credit. Beyond, yeah, I mean, beyond, it's kind of like it just goes Shovel Knight and then this. <laughs> beyond Shovel Knight itself, uh, which is, I mean, it's it's been interesting because like. Uh, super hot are doing it as well. Like indie indie developers who started as developers and now are beginning to set up a publishing roster as well. They're doing um, Knuckle Sandwich, right? Yes, they are. They're doing That's Knuckle cool. Sandwich, and I think Frog. They did the second Frog Detective game, which oh, right. was uh, awesome. really really fun. Um, developed by Mechanical Head Studio, which is a team working out of Finland. I think it's just one dude. Um, His name is Arnie Hunzika. Oh right, okay. Um. Yeah. What it's what? What did you think, Levens? Because I feel like this Cyber Shadow is definitely in your wheelhouse. Yeah. So I bought this game on Switch and then got a, a message from Game Pass app saying, "Hey, Cyber Shadow is coming to Game Pass in two days." And I was like, "God damn it!" So I've. Uh, <laughs> but like, if anyone deserves more money, it's Yacht Club Games. Yeah. Um I remember seeing the video trailer for this in in the Shovel Knight showcase last year. Like, the, sorry, the Yacht Club Games showcase they did last year. And I guess, like, you know, it was quite close to us playing and finishing The Messenger. Um, it yeah. looks very Messenger-ish, um, but only the 8-bit sections. It didn't look like there was any hidden Metroidvania secrets or sudden switch to 16-bit. Um, this looked very pure platforming and, uh, you know, uh, simple combat like Ninja Gaiden or um, or even, like, Mega Man. I feel like all, all these games are very influenced by Mega Man, the original, like, you know, hard... Uh, platform action game yeah uh so yeah i'm like i'm on the third level of cyber shadow i don't know of how many levels that is but um this is very similar to to um shovel knight in that the levels are very long and um this i think like you know where where shovel knight kind of takes the kind of formula of of a mega man style game and updates it a little bit. This one updates a lot less um, than uh, than Shovel Knight did, in my opinion. Yeah, I feel like it's a very faithful homage to those those retro platformers. Um, very like from kind of from everything from sort of the the combat and the traversal to the story. Um, the story is very much one of those like. Oh no! An evil scientist is threatening your ninja clan, and you are the only person remaining. And you also, you're a are robot. In, are in love with his daughter, and you're a robot, and all this other stuff. Like, I'm kind of just letting the story wash over me at this point. I don't think eight bit um, games, eight bit game stories are, are really important, um, but yeah. it is cool. It does add a lot of vibe. There's some excellent, um, excellent pixel art, especially in the intro where you see the city being wiped out, and then like your hand disintegrating in front of you. That was sick. Inter- and becoming a robot hand. Yeah. Um, it's, I'm, I'm on like level seven or eight. Mm-hmm. And I can, I'll tell you this, it only gets harder. <laughs> like this is, this is, I've definitely, for a while I was kind of, 
thinking to myself like okay when will i hit my point of like "Mm, this is too much for me now like i'm not by any means like an expert at platformers but i think with this i'm you know making it this far i'm kind of like you know what fuck it we're going to the end this is i mean you finish the messenger i doubt this is much more difficult than the messenger got um maybe a little bit just because it it, I, it really leans on that old school game design technique of rather than create more content make the content harder and boost like which will drive playtime up that way yeah like, that feels I'm, very old school doesn't it i'm now reaching a point where because I, I said to you i messaged you the other day and was talking about how it feels like hollow knight in the way that you're just like where is the next checkpoint please god get me to the next checkpoint and it's never where you think it is it's always further than like i'm always like okay we've gone to the next creek god damn it where is it but i don't know i think i've I've hit a point where i'm like there's there's honor in the uh in the experience of struggling against this game i will take this thing to the map yeah it look it's it's very well made it's a it's a very well made side scroller but yeah. Um, like, like I played uh, Panzer Paladin last year, uh, which was mm-hmm. published by Tribute Games. And again, like, you know, a very like throwback, you know, Mega Man-esque um, platformer where you are a little dude in a mech um, and your mech can like pick up weapons and um, the weapons deteriorate over, over as you use them and your mech can be destroyed and then you're just a little dude. Um, and I found that really frustrating in that like if you died at any point in the level, I think you have like three lives and you could be like at the end of these very long stages and then die and then you have to go back to the beginning and i just like you just lose all momentum and like i was just like oh fuck this so i only got to like the second level of that and then kind of was always just like oh i'll come back to this another day and i never have never did but tribute yeah, games this... they did um they did flintook so i will always give games by them a shot oh, um, yeah if if this had a life system i would have walked away a long time ago because you really yeah. need the ability to just Hurl, like rack up death after death after death um there's there's a lot of like a lot of the power-ups that you grab are very cool i um because you know when you get to a, a checkpoint you can you can unlock sort of abilities that you know or a power-up that you get like so whenever you whenever you die and start again at the checkpoint you'll immediately get this power-up that you can go forward with and the further I've gotten to the game, the more they've just varied up the, the power-ups. So it's it's cool to be like, I just got a new one in the section I'm in now where you kind of get a, a swirling or a, a, a circle of bolts around you that when you press the attack button, it expands out and contracts again, mm-hmm. um, which leads to a whole bunch of like new combat options. Uh, the, the enemy design is really cool. Uh, I've not seen any obvious like, hey, it's the same enemy that you fought in you know the last chapter but it's green this time which i think is something that like <laughs> they used to rely on a bit back then as well um yeah you know kick and chip tune soundtrack um and, and excellent excellent i mean the visuals and soundtrack are, are, are absolute standouts i, yeah. I think you know you you're talking about how hard it gets um, like that is like oh god damn it because it is it's even you know like level two is the, the final boss is very difficult until you realize the patterns and of course you know there's a I've been playing it with my son watching as well and like you know one thing that we need to teach like Archie's a pretty bright kid but whenever he comes across a challenge he just kind of gets upset because right. he's not used to having to like 
try because he's you know just to have, you know he understands things pretty quickly so video games are like you know i'm like hey you, you're gonna watch me play this game that you are going to be so frustrated by because i'm going to die a hundred times trying to do this one thing but the point of this is you keep trying you get better at it and then you get and you beat it and like he kind of it, I, I, when when i had to go back to these big you know far away checkpoints he was like what like you lost all that progress but like, you know, then he saw how much better I was, you know, I knew where everything was coming from and that kind of thing. It's fun playing like that. But uh, knowing that like, because when, when you start the game, all you have is, this, you know, a jump and a sword slash attack. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, you get at the end of the, the first level, you get a, um, uh, what's it called? Throwing star. What's yeah, the official ninja word? star. You're, you're a ninja. What, no, what's it actually called? Shuriken. Come on, John. Shuriken, sure. Um, I'm culturally and, uh, insensitive of me. You can only throw it five. You can throw five at once, and then you have to like collect the power ups to to get to, to restock your. So it's it's a pretty useless feeling power up. Um, but then at the end of the second level, you unlock like a ground attack. Um, it kind of like yeah. sends a bunch of explosions out of, out of you. Um, but I'm looking forward to like yeah. I mean, obviously it's going to get harder, but having more options in terms of things I can do to try and take out more difficult enemies. Is, uh, is definitely going to be the drive and finding out, you know, oh God, what am I going to unlock next? That's really appealing. I think the, the bosses are definitely one element that I'm enjoying in a really, really frustrated way because they're... Yeah, they're great bosses. They're, they're super fun. There have certainly been... There's, there's one boss which is like a mechanical snake in water that I was very close to being like, is this is my this point it? of I'm giving <laughs> up? But I kind of... Because I'm, I'm like, I know it's patterns. It's just, I'm not standing on solid ground. It's really hard to attack this thing in a meaningful way. But then I eventually was like, oh, but if I do this and I do this and I just watch out for this thing to happen, got around to it. It's it's like what you were doing with Archie, but I had to give myself that pep talk. Yep, totally. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that so, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm loving it. it it's fun. I'm, I'm playing it on, on, on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it was there, um, and uh, so this is like the first like I mean, obviously I played like uh, Ori, but this is the first like old school platform that I'm playing with the Xbox controller, and it's handling quite well. Are you playing on Switch or Xbox? I am. I'm playing on Switch. Yeah, cool. Um, um it's uh, it's it's a good time. I'm I, I I kind of wish that like, and obviously I don't want all Yacht Club games to be extremely like Shovel Knight, but like I loved that when you died in Shovel Knight, you know, you lose a bunch of your money and then you like, you know, Hollow Knight or Dark Souls style, you have to return to that location to get your shit back. Um I love that as like a kind of like incentive to like okay, quick, now I've got to do a better run so I can go get my stuff back or it's gone forever. Mm-hmm. Um I know a lot of people didn't didn't love that. But I also love that like, you know, you can destroy a checkpoint for money. Um, in Shovel Knight yeah. too, there are things that like I just think of really cool mechanisms that like if they just became a, a factor in, in all of Yacht Club's games, even if it made them more similar, I'd I'd love that. Um, sure, I mean it's worth remembering this isn't a Yacht Club game. I know, but it <laughs> but is. But they could they could be like, <laughs> if we're going to publish this, you need to put in a checkpoint system that you know you can destroy for money. Although I'll say this, I am not destroying a checkpoint in this game. Yeah, no, definitely Check, not. But checkpoints are precious as gold in this game. What I loved in Shovel Knight, though, was going, you know, again, also this doesn't have like a hub map um, quite really. Like it's just, you know, you just go from level to level. Uh, I loved in Shovel Knight going back to the earlier levels when I felt way, way more confident in the game and like blitzing through them, destroying all the all the, um, all the the checkpoints and making as much money as possible so I could spend it on upgrades. 
That's why See, I that's what I'm. Game so much. That's what I'm wondering with this because I've now unlocked all the power ups that I can. I've filled the little area that you you put oh, power nice. ups in. So I'm like, should I try? I don't even know if it's possible to go back in levels or if it's completely linear and I just have to move forward. But it's like, should I try going back a few levels and seeing if these power ups I've unlocked allow me to like? Are there new parts of maps or levels that oh, I haven't true. accessed yet? Like, did I miss anything the first time around that I'm now able to get more easily because I have these abilities? So yeah, I mean, because yeah, I mean, going right back to Mega Man when you if you know you you got to choose from the the nine bosses. Sorry, was it nine, seven, eight? I think it's eight bosses that you can take on at the start of that level. They're all around you, and you and depending on which boss you take down, and you you get his upgrade ability, you can then you know. It makes the rest of the levels way easier if you get if you do it in the right order. Um, sure. I wish there was an element of, of that to this. I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm all I want. Like it's dumb when you're like, I wish I could change the game so it's a different game than the one the developer wanted to make. But yeah, yeah when you play a lot of them, you 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 latch onto things that you love that you want to see in other games. I guess. Yeah, definitely. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So yeah, that is, uh, that's our initial review of, of Cyber Shadow. Maybe when we check in again in a couple of weeks uh, and we both clocked it. If we both haven't given up, um, we can... Uh, yeah, I, final I think I'll on. see it through. So yeah, uh, I mean, it's... Yeah. No, I was going to say, it's, it's, it's Yacht Club. Come on. Yeah. Uh, so it's out on everything. It's on PC. It's on Switch. It's on Xbox. It's on PlayStation. So whatever's your poison, go for yeah. it. It's a no-brainer if you've got Game Pass. At least give it a shot. Even if you uh, don't, don't generally like platformers, this is a pretty good one. Yeah. Um, so a game that uh, John has finished, and unfortunately I'm halfway through. Uh, of, all, of all the... like. You know, we don't get anything for the first few weeks of January, and then we get both like my two most anticipated games probably for like the first half of the year, pretty much. Um, we got them both in the same five day period. It was like, come on, <laughs> I don't want to like have to go between them both. Um, but yeah, Oliha is uh, is a new game published by Devolver Digital. Um, God bless showed him. Up, showed up in a um, in a Devolver Direct last year, um, mm-hmm. and uh, this is a two D action platformer where you uh, basically like the, your main weapon is a harpoon. It's a magical harpoon that allows you to teleport to its... Like you can throw it to one end of the screen like a grappling hook and then immediately like transport yourself over to where it is. 
Or um, call it back to you as well, I think. Yeah, like Thor's hammer. Yeah. Um so yeah, it's uh have you got all the details for this year? It was um So it was developed by Skeleton Crew Studio, uh, who are a team out of Japan, I believe. Um it's uh like you said, published by The Gods Devolver. Mm-hmm. Uh it's out on everything currently, so Switch, PC, uh PlayStation, Xbox, and um it's uh concerns a you play as a, a guy called Lord Faraday or Faraday as yep. you are repeatedly referred to throughout the game, uh, mm-hmm. who who kind of... It, it starts with you, like, your village is starving, so you take the men out on a voyage to try, you know, fix that situation. And you get in a shipwreck and wake up in the mysterious land of Terraphage, along with a bunch of other um, castaways. Uh, and very early on, you kind of... Uh, you find this mythical harpoon that... Um, the 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 your your enemies throughout the game, which is Clan Rottenwood, uh, hunting for themselves. And, you're, you've uh, gone deep on the lore. I, I forget yeah. all this shit as soon as I'm introduced to it. And you're trying to find there's a there's a thing called a I want to say it's called like a Shadow Gate or something. Maybe Cyber Shadows messing me up there. But um, no, that sounds about you, right. There is there is a big gate that you need to find three keys shadowy. to unlock. Yeah, and it will it will get you home essentially. And along the way, you kind of have a romance with another um, member of the aristocracy who's in the area. Uh, the the mysterious and very capable Lady Olika. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, it has, like, followers and worshippers and, like... Yes. The lore of this world is so fun. Like, you, you have yeah. a... You have a little, like, hub world that's not, not quite as involved as... Um, uh, the one in Ori and the Will of the Wisps, but it made me think of that a little bit. Like you, you, you go back and visit it. Basically, like you traverse to different lands uh, via a boat, um, and you kind of like find new locations when you find maps. Um, but when you come back to your hub world, like your quarters around it, you can like pay people to upgrade like little parts of the town. So you have someone that's always making potions for you that can like increase your strength and and um, and your you know your health. Um, and then you have someone else that you can you can send out on treasure quests and things like that to get you shit. It's a it's a very cool game. There's a there's a hat maker. Yes. And so you can you can pick a hat like a to hat wear into demon, battle, right? Yeah, you can pick a hat to wear into battle that'll give you some sort of a some sort of power up or ability. Like one of them allows you to you take life, uh, or it increases the chance that enemies you kill will drop life. Another one, for instance. Uh, you can get an attachment for your harpoon that that allows it to channel electricity, so combat will generate electricity. So every once in a while, you'll be able to deliver a big shock to your enemies. And there's one that's really fun where the, the hat has a bunch of feathers in it, and when you um, like basically like jump suddenly in one direction, the feathers stay put <clears throat> and then shoot towards oh. you to to rejoin the hat, like taking out enemies in the process. Yeah, there were definitely there were some scrapes I got into when I was wearing that hat where I'm like, okay, how am I going to survive? Oh, it just killed everybody. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the feather hat rules. Yeah. So you you as you find these maps, you go and explore these lands. It's very much this kind of a similar cycle to it where you are trying to the boss of each level, the boss of each of these areas is kind of gated behind a door that you need to find keys for. There might be multiple islands in the little areas you go to that you need to kind of shuffle back and forth between to like, you go there, you get some keys, you come back, find other keys, unlock the door, take on the boss battle. 
Um, and then once you finish the boss, you'll either unlock uh, a key for the bigger gate that you're trying to get to, or uh, another map piece, or another weapon, because in, in addition to your harpoon, uh, you eventually wind up oh, with no, from, four... from, from the start, you have a sword. You have a sword before you have a harpoon. Yeah, that's right. You pick up the rapier yeah. is the first one you get. You then get a repeating crossbow. Um, followed Look at this by... colonial motherfucker knowing what the correct term for a sword is, but not a ninja star. Oh, well, all right, Thor's hammer. <laughs> Mjolnir, <laughs> thank you very much. I let that one pass, you know, for diplomacy. But if you're going to do this, I'm going to do thank that. You, thank you for standing up for the proud nation of... Uh... Fucking of... Valhalla. <laughs> no, yeah. Wait, what, what, where does he live? Um, where's where's the? This is going to kill me. I should know this. Asgard. Million, Asgard. Thank you. Yeah. True Thor um, fan over over there. Yeah. So you get you got the repeating crossbow. You got the rapier, the repeating crossbow. You then unlock uh, like a, a a rifle essentially mm-hmm. or a shotgun, and then the last one you unlock is the moon sword given to you by Lady Olika herself. Which has very similar properties to the harpoon in that you kind of you you thrust the moon sword into the ground and then you can teleport yourself back to it. Oh, that's great! So there I'm is like to there, that. there is a section of the wider map where one of the levels has a bunch of puzzles that revolve around like, okay, so you have a harpoon that allows you to teleport and a sword that allows you to teleport. How can you like? What combinations of these teleportations can you do to make it through this puzzle? Like that was a really cool bit of it. Yeah, that's awesome because yeah, traversal is very reminiscent, and I wasn't expecting this. It's, it is quite like similar to like a Prince of Persia or an, an, another world where you have essentially screens that you have to get past, in, rather yeah. than it being like this constantly moving two D uh, world. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I, you know, you've got to get past a bunch of enemies to get put to the next screen, like that kind of stuff. Or like solve a puzzle. Um, it it looks quite similar to those games as well. Like there's a kind of like rotoscope quality to the way Faraday and all the other uh, villains move around. Yeah, definitely. It's I mean the, I describe the art style as like very chunky pixels. Yeah, but it's still like it's it's a beautiful bright game. There's fantastic backgrounds to everything. A real variance of like environments that you're in. You know, like decrepit temples, castle ruins, jungles, all that kind of thing. The enemy variation is really fun as well. Yeah, <laughs> there's like, just yeah, it's it's, it's a and the, and the boss battles are super fun. <clears throat> I've got, I, I've beaten, I've got two of the keys for the for the shadow gate now. Right, so I don't, I don't, so I don't know how far from the end that makes me. <clears throat> you've got a, you've got like, I think one more, one more of those kinds of bosses you were referring to. There is a semi-boss level where you take on because uh, when you pick up the harpoon, there's the guy Just don't singing tell me. this. There's, there's, there's a, oh yes, cool. I, I know what you're referring to. Looking forward to that. Yeah, there's someone. There's someone that doesn't want you to have like some three hunters awaken when you pick up the harpoon, and you, you realize pretty early on. Oh shit, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to fight them later, aren't I? Yeah, that's that's a real cool boss battle. The final boss battle is fucked. It's so <laughs> hard. I threw myself against that one again and again and again. Uh, so obviously, it is a massive relief once you finish that one. But my god, it is it is an absolute so difficult. So I'm sure. Me having said that, I'm sure you will breeze through it in maybe two tries. I mean, I died but... like 500 times trying to beat the last boss in Disc Room last year. I'm hardly like an expert at, at not dying. I like dying yeah. in games, you know. I like yeah. <laughs> 
Um, I like the the music's good. I really like the music. Oh, everything about this like this is this is already like I know I haven't I haven't finished it yet, but this is like a absolute like I'd be surprised if this isn't in my top five at the end of the year. It's really yeah. unique and cool. Yeah. Um, there are two it's a special game. There are two little details that I really like. One is you know when okay so there's the boatman that takes you place to place. Yep. And when you need to, like, if you go off exploring and come back to where he drops you off, he's normally disappeared and there's a horn there that you blow to bring him back. Mm-hmm. I love that if he's there when you blow the horn, he, like, crouches and covers his ears. Yes. <laughs> it's, like, just tiny little detail, but they've just added it and it makes the world feel a little bit more real. And the other thing that I, I don't know why, but I just love this to death, you talking earlier about the guy that you send off on voyages to get you, like, Various bits of equipment and, and mm-hmm. you know, stuff you use to build hats and treasure and stuff like that. The noise he makes when he like when he's back from a voyage and you interact with him, like he throws the tarp off his boat and he's like, oh, oh, oh something like that. <laughs> just every time he did that, it cracked me up. I just loved that that little sound. Yeah, look, there's a lot to love about Aliha. It's uh, of of the two games I was looking forward to. It's certainly the one that. I actually I I thought I assumed I would like Cyber Shadow more, but um, I mean they're you know very different games. But I think Alihar is the one that I'll probably jump back into and finish first before I go back to Cyber Shadow. Both two excellent games, though. Yeah, I feel like this time def- last year we were like, yeah, Kunai's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely feel uh, I definitely feel like Alihar is the shorter of the pair. Um, so probably yeah, a good a good one to set your sights on for a finish first. I like Devolver Games just being like, yeah, fuck it. Our games will be like three to six hours. Enjoy. Yeah. You know, like the games don't need to be longer than that if they're, if they're good. Um, yeah, I never, exactly. I never, I never really feel shortchanged. I always feel like, you know, they, they, they give it enough challenge. And if I do want to put more time into the game, there is a lot there that I can do. I'm not sure if there is any post-game stuff in Oliha. Things you need there's to track not, down. There's, there's not really a post-game as such because the whole point of the game is you getting out of this land. And so mm-hmm. when you finish the game, you leave the world. But I'm sure if you if I went back and hit continue, it would take me to before I was uh, I go to the last boss battle, mm-hmm. and then um, there's various there's collectibles that you can look for. Like there's ships in bottles scattered all over the place. There's uh there's there's castaways that have been imprisoned by the the you know yeah. clan Rottenwood that you you seek to uh, free. And you, you send them back a, to your town, pretty much, and then they, you can see yeah. them fucking around. There's a there's another collectible that I can't work out what it is. Like the little icon for it almost looks like a couple standing together or something like that. Right. So I is, don't. I've got. You, I've isn't got it like six, a ship in a bottle? No, the ship. In, there's like forty something ships in a bottle to find. There's only okay. ten of these things. Okay, I haven't found and one yet. I some I somehow got six of them. And have no idea how I managed to do that. So well done, you're a true yeah. gamer. That's how. I might look it up at some point and see what I missed. Yeah. I mean, look, even if there isn't much post-game content, I kind of already want to go back to the start of this game and play the beginning again because I spent a lot of that first half an hour going, "What kind of game is this?" Even though yeah, I watched I... that trailer a few times, it does, I was just like, what, "What's going on? <laughs> what do you do?" Definitely the um, the the like world map and going island to island. I had no idea that was. That was part of it. Yeah, a bit like you know, in in the start, you kind of like you're you're washed ashore, and you have to like escape from um, an island from from monsters, 
and like it's very like it's a bit sloppy um i i had a, a few like the only times i've had frame rate slowdowns is in that early section um and there was also an extended um i hate it when indie games you know as nice as the pixel art is i hate it when you get a couple minutes long like kind of like cut scene before you play the game yeah um, I, f- I feel like there's like better ways to tell the story through gameplay that's like my only criticism of the game so far and i, for- I forgot about it until i thought about it just then I um during the final boss battle I had it crush on me a bunch of times. Damn. It would freeze and then you know 30 seconds later like dink this software is closed because oh, of an error. Sucks. I had that so I'm hoping in disc room. It could be doable hoping... man. Come on guys yeah. stop putting out great games and start making the games a little bit greater. Or just keep doing whatever you're doing I don't care. <laughs> I'm hoping it was I'm hoping it's just this was pre-release code and that's something that they'll kind of tune up and fix. Yeah, I was actually just emailed um, a bunch of bugs that are going to be fixed with the day one patch. So hopefully anything that we experienced that wasn't good, not that there's much of it, uh, everyone listening will not experience it all. Thanks I'm to Devolver for the codes, by the way. We love you. We yes. love your games, especially this one. This is uh, this is top tier Devolver for me. I'd love it if uh, the first bug is like, there's a cutscene at the beginning. We'll be getting rid of that. <laughs> yeah, we cut the cutscene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so that is... Uh, a great first episode of the year with two great games, yeah. Olika and Cyber Shadow. Um, I think they are going to be like two of the kind of like most, you know, popular indie games of the year. I hope mm-hmm. so anyway, because they're both very, very good quality. Um, mm. And we'll be back I... next week with uh, a look at some of the other games we've been playing in the last month. Because, um, uh, yeah, I guess the, 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 a weird scramble of, of games... Uh, I know we're going to talk at length about Little Little Nightmares, one of your favorite games uh, that's getting a sequel uh, quite soon. They just yeah. got a demo for Little, Little Nightmares 2, but I'd never played it. So I played that for the first time. So we're going to talk about that next week. Um, and then uh, look, a game about birds, maybe. Maybe a game about squirrels. Maybe a game about sharks. But definitely not a game about all three. <laughs> Damn it. That would, be a, <laughs> that would be a great game. Frogs. Frogs is like the ultimate like indie game character. You've got Frog Detective, you've got Kero Blaster. I love that. There was there was that Frog Fractions. Oh yep. Yeah. I mean, at one point I guess Frogger was independent. Sure. Back when <laughs> back when literally every game studio was independent. Uh, so that is it for the first episode of 2021 of All the Small Games. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can. All the small games at gmail.com is our email address, and we love hearing from you. In fact, we may even bring back the old mailbag next week. Um, what you call and, me? Uh, <laughs> my old, old mailbag, Valenzuela, is coming back to, to, the, to the podcast. Um, and uh, if you want to find us on social media, we are at Twitter, um, sorry, on Twitter at all the small game and at facebook.com slash all the small games. John is at 16 tacos. I'm at Lev dog. If you want to find us individually. And of course I have some other podcasts out there. You can check out one's called Hey fam. The other is called serious issues. Thanks so much for listening. We will see you next week. See you, everybody. And go and get both Olika and cyber shadow. Fuck it. You don't need to eat. You need to play some quality <laughs> indie games. Yeah.